Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a bunch of callers on hold this evening, so it will be fun to see what questions they have and even more fun to see what answers we come up with. And speaking of uh, providing comfort, good Ness, this Hurricane Michael that came in yesterday, and I was just talking to everybody that that has called in already and um, has questions that it's it's about three hours south of us is where the damage starts. And my husband Tim was down in Florida this week on business, and he just got home about a half an hour ago. And I said, I said, what were you thinking, even going down there? But he was south of where the hurricane was coming in. He was in in Orlando and Tampa and Palm Beach, so he was way south. But he drove home today through it, and I was texting him last night about all the different areas that had been evacuated, and um, I said, you know, you just need to be aware of this because, of course, he had the GPS on, and a lot of the roads are still closed. But what he found was that a lot of the uh, restaurants were closed as well, simply because they didn't have power and or they didn't have water. Apparently, the water supply has been breached and people are having to sterilize their water, They're having to boil their water before they can use it. So he drove about six or seven hours without any food. So he was starving by the time he got to Montgomery, which is about an hour south of us. The other thing that was interesting was last night I was out to dinner with several girlfriends. It was one of their birthdays. And the restaurant was packed of people who had evacuated. And on our way out, they all left. And I stayed and I talked to several tables of big tables of people that had evacuated and listened to their stories and listened to what was going on. One family in particular had evacuated from St. George Island, which is near Apalachicola, if you look on a map. And they said that they had no idea if their home was still there or not because St. George Island is 12 feet above sea level, and the storm surge was supposed to be 20 feet. So they didn't know if there'd even be anything left. So my heart was going out to them, but I enjoyed meeting several of them. <laughs> I wasn't even a hostess in the way at the restaurant, but I, I bet I talked to three different tables of people just to welcome them to Birmingham and tell them we're thinking of them and praying for them. So keep that up too. All right, let's um, go ahead and go to the phones and let's see who our first caller is. I believe it's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Where are you calling in from this evening? 
I'm calling from Minneapolis. Okay. Terrific. My son is on his way there in the morning. So oh, it's going to be cold. Is that right? How cold is yes. cold? Well, tonight it's, we have a frost advisory, so I think it's supposed to get down to 29. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, he's coming in from L.A., so I will, I will send him a text when we're done with the show. <laughs> I'm Good sure he's idea. checked the weather report, but he travels a lot for business, too. And and uh, I know, it seems so weird. I was out walking this morning in a tank top and shorts. <laughs> and I hear it's 29 up there. <laughs> yes, I wish I was in a tank top and shorts. Oh, jeez. I know. Well, you probably are a lot cuter in one than I am. I'm probably kind of scary, <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> if it bothers somebody, they don't have to look. <laughs> Oh, anyways, so, well, do you have a question for me? I do. I've been experiencing some health issues the last couple Mm -hmm. weeks, Um, some slight tremors, muscle tremors in my neck and head, Hmm. and then some lightheadedness, and sort of, it sort of feels like bed spins almost, and... Yeah, I'm just curious as to what's going on. Okay. First thing that comes to mind is magnesium. You're low in magnesium. Do you take magnesium? I do not. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get you on my radar here in a second, but normally that's what's going on unless you have, you know, something really serious happening. But um, normally it can be handled with with, um, magnesium. Okay. So, isn't that funny? Something that that, that easy. Is. Yeah, yeah. So, let me let me get you on my radar, Miss Catherine. And how that works is, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because we're all spirits attached to a human body, and when we are attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly, just because the body has mass. So when I raise my vibrational level, I turn my abilities on and off at will, I'm able to connect into your spirit, and then I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's going to be as if I have a hologram of you in my head, and I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from... Birmingham up to the Twin Cities. I love Minneapolis. It's beautiful. That new football it stadium you guys have there. Oh, my God. Isn't it nice? It's yes. incredible. The other thing that's really cool there, when I was there on a, on a business trip last year, I went, I had an afternoon open, and I went to the Scandinavian American Museum. Have you ever been there? Oh, I have, yes. It's so cool, and it's got it such a great little cafe, and um, and it was around Christmas time, so they had it all decorated. So any of you that are going up there, go to that museum because it's in this big old mansion of this guy that owns Scandinavian newspapers in America, and the woodwork in there and the trim work is just exquisite. Isn't it, Catherine? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, all righty. Here we go. Got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head, girl. Okay, you got a lot of inflammation. Okay, so let me get under that. Inflammation just looks like red fog that's over body parts. So I get rid of it by putting 
anti-inflammatory energy on it, and that's kind of a royal blue color. Okay, yeah. I think I think if you take magnesium, it's going to help a lot. So okay. Go get. Do you have a Costco near you? I do. Yes. Okay. I get mine at Costco. They come in these big horse pills. You know, they're those big capsule things. Um, right. I think they're a thousand milligrams a piece. I would start off with three. Okay. Once a day. If if the tremors don't stop, I would add another one. I would go up to four. If it starts to give you the runs, back off on it. Okay. Okay. Magnesium will keep you very regular, and if you eat too much of it, if you take too much of it, it can give you diarrhea. So back off okay. on that. The other thing you can do is um, Epsom salts. You know, you can buy that in the drugstore, in the grocery yeah. store. Take some Epsom salts baths because that's magnesium. It'll get in your system really fast. Okay. Great. And give that a give that a whirl, and. And then if you're not any better, schedule a private consult with me like in the next week or so if you're not better, and then we'll do a real comprehensive scan on you. But the fact that I got magnesium before you even on my radar tells me that's probably what's going on, and it's really easy to fix. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. You are most welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. Yes. Okay, get your blankie out. Yes, exactly. Okay. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. All righty. Let's see who else we got here. I believe our next caller is Laura. Laura. I miss Laura. Hello. Good evening. Good evening to you, my dear. How are you? I am very well. And I'm calling in from the San Francisco Bay Area, the East Bay, really. Terrific. Um, yeah, on out there. It's beautiful here, um, as usual. And yeah. um, I mean, the weather was perfect today. I took my grandkids to feed the alpaca and goats, and um, they went swimming in the pool. So it was very nice. And now it's getting chilly for the evening. I love this time of year. I get it all. Yeah, um, <laughs> I understand. But, um, <laughs> um, I am calling in because I have two dogs mm-hmm. that, um, a three-year-old and a 12-year-old, um, and they have both been sick this year, which is odd. Aww. And the three, I feel like it's energetic with the, all of us, um, something going on. But um, the three-year-old, he had, he's little, he's about nine pounds, um, he had a liver issue, he has a little, little liver, littler than he should have, and the doctor has said that he is vegan now, so I make his food, and I am vegan, which is odd. Uh-huh. Huh. And then um, the old other dog, who is a bigger dog, had um, some glaucoma and then had his eye out and has a tumor behind the eye. Oh, um, and we just had an MRI, and... I'm just wondering if you can pick up on um, if they have anything they want to say to me or if there's something energetic to clear or is this just Rocky's time, the um, bigger one or. Well, let me get them both on my radar, Laura, and let's see what's going on with them. Um, So Rocky's the 12 year old. Yes. All right. And the three year old's name is what? Buster. 
Buster, cute. So two guys, two boy, two guys, two, boy two boys. Okay. Yeah. Two guys. All right. Okay. So I'm going to connect to you. And then from okay. you, I'm going to connect to Rocky and then I'll, and then I'll connect back to you and then connect to Buster from you. Okay. So, so you're, you're going to be my switchboard. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I am more than happy to accommodate. You're going to be my, you're going to be my woo-woo switchboard. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here goes my laser beam. All right. Got you. Okay. Got Rocky. Okay. So, um, right eye is where the energy went first. Mm-hmm. Just right eye. All right. Yes. So is that the, that's the eye. That's that the had? eye they removed about removed. a month yeah. ago. Yeah. Cause, cause I'm looking at him. Like I'm looking through his eyeballs from behind. Like mm-hmm. if I, I went, I, my laser beam went in the back of his head to get the picture. And so I'm looking out through his eyes. So the right side is where the energy went first. And it just looks like there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. So I'm looking there and see, okay. He's still got, so this was malignant. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm getting to. There's still some cells there. I'm going to zap the crap out yeah. of them here in a second. Thank you. Um, so I'll do that. All right. Let me look at the other side and see. That's a medical term, you know, zap the crap out of something. Um, <laughs> go on the other side and see. Now, that looks okay. He looks okay. He looks like he's developing a little bit of a cataract on that eye. So I'm going to just, let's just take care of that so his vision is okay. Um, just taking that lens out, putting an interocular lens like they do for humans, you know, when they have cataract surgery and um, mm-hmm. that's in, that's stitched. All right. So he's got, he's clear on that eye now. All right. Let me go in. So what I, what I do when I see a pocket of cancer cells and he's got them that are kind of spread around those nerves and stuff behind his eye. So mm-hmm. What I what I'm doing right now, Laura, is I'm putting them in a like a plastic bag. You know those Reynolds cooking bags that <laughs> you can put mm-hmm. a turkey yeah. cook a turkey yeah. in. I see those My all the time. <laughs> I, I see those all the time, and I see those. Um, it just kind of reminds me of those Reynolds cooking bags. My mom used them back in the day too, because then she didn't have to clean up the pan. Right. Uh, so, all right, so I've got those cells, and then what I do is I just blast them, and um, and when I blast them, they explode into teeny-weeny nanoparticles, but they're all contained. So let, mm-hmm. me, get those, let me get those out. All right, I'm going to do a quick DNA um, mutation correction on him. And and I do this on humans all the time that have cancer, Laura, and what happens mm-hmm. is, I see strands of DNA that come out of a chromosome, and DNA is the recipe that tells cells how to behave. And uh, if you look at a strand of DNA, it can have 100 letters, A, T, C, G, represent different, I forget what they are, amino acids or something. I need to look that up. But Or it can have a billion of them. Mm. But in dogs, I don't see as many in the, the coding. But what happens with cancer is the DNA gets some kind of a mutation, usually from environmental factors, and then it's, it's, a, um, it's a recipe that tells the cells to mutate and get cancerous, basically. So what mm, we want to gotcha. do is get, 
get that mutation corrected. So that's what I'm watching happen now. And when I see these strands of DNA, Laura, they look, they remind me of um, uh, the strips of paper that are in fortune cookies that have the fortune written mm-hmm. on But like in a Scrabble game, when you move letters up and over to form a word, that's what I watch happen in Warp Speed. Oh, really cool. And it, and yeah. it, it redoes the, um, the DNA sequence. And so it's called mutation correction. So he has three strands of DNA that have just been redone and um, gone into his system. So hopefully that will help him with that. How, how does he seem? Does he seem... Like he's in pain? He so No, he doesn't seem in pain. He's on CBD oil, which I had never tried before, but it seems to be a miracle. And okay. um, he's had a couple of seizures, but nothing in, you know, a couple last couple of weeks. So Aww. he seems okay. Okay. And the seizures are because? Um, they didn't know. We had an MRI tomorrow, yesterday, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and so they're looking for, like, is there edema or is there... You know, is it a brain filled with cancer or they don't know? I think there's pressure on those on those nerves and stuff behind his eye, on the optic nerves and all of that. I got as well. Okay. Yeah. So mm. I think okay. um I think that's what's going on with him. But I think he's gonna be better after that DNA resequencing is miraculous. I mean, it's amazing. Okay, when that started coming in a couple of years ago, I was like, Holy moly, what is this? And now I use it all the time. Okay. Nice. Thank you. So let's go over to Buster and let's see what's up with Buster. All right. I can see his little liver. Yeah, it looks diseased. What is up with that? Uh, Okay. It's from chemicals that are um, lawn, you know, herbicides and, and chemicals like lawn chemicals that they spray on lawns, you know, for weeds and fertilization and stuff. Okay. So what... When he comes in from his walks, first of all, if you guys are using a service no, like we that, don't. okay, we don't. but your neighbors probably are. Yes, yeah. Where he's walking, so just get those um, baby wipes and wipe his feet off and his his paws oh. and his legs before he comes in, okay. and, and then they won't lick it, and then they don't ingest it. Oh, okay. And it he works does really eat the grass every time we go out as well. That's what's going so. on. That's what's going on. Okay. It. Interesting. Okay. okay. So try and keep him from eating the grass, and then I would wipe off his paws his and his, yeah. his feet when he comes in, and then he won't lick it, and then he won't ingest it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank right. you very much. All right. Well, I hope that helps. Right. Thanks. I'm sure okay. it will. Okay. Have a nice Thank evening. Thank you. Thanks for I will. Bye-bye. Sure. Okay, let's see who else we have. I think Linda's our next caller. Hi, Linda. Linda, are you there? Hello. I can hear you breathing. Linda, are you on mute? Okay, well, I will come back to you then. Let's go to uh, LaShonda next. Hi, LaShonda. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. Um, and I'm calling from West Palm Beach for everybody who's listening. Terrific. And you're real south of the storm for a change. <laughs> for a change, yes. For a 
change. Yeah. My husband said that uh, on the way up, you know, not only were there a, a caravans of utility trucks, but he said caravans of sheriffs and police cars and ambulances. And he said it was really interesting watching, you know, all the caravans and and guard people and, you know, just heading south. Yes, I've seen that. It's it's quite a sight. <laughs> I've seen it really he said he was in a um, truck stop that was open getting gas, and he said there were probably 30 officers in 30 different uh, police SUVs. <laughs> he said yeah, he walked in, yeah. he walked in, and they were all, you know, getting coffee and getting gas and stuff like that, and all buying their gas on one credit card. <laughs> and he said, "Man, I've never felt safer in my life." <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. For sure, <laughs> he said. He said they had to crack them all up, and he thanked them for their service. But oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you got a question for me? Actually, I do. Um, yes. I would just like to uh, just to give you a little background. I'm an educator, and about nine years ago, I worked um, in an administrative or supervisory uh, capacity at the district level. Uh-huh. And after a couple years, you know, in that position, my entire department, which consisted of 34 people, including superiors and subordinates, uh, that department was restructured. So basically, through no fault of our own, everyone was reassigned to other positions, uh, supposedly equivalent positions, but for the administrators and supervisors, that was not the case because we all ended up uh, in uh, instructional positions in schools, uh, which, you know, comparatively was clearly a demotion and a substantial pay cut, all things considered. But um, when you're, a, I guess, when you're in administrative capacity and your uh, department or position is cut, I guess it's up to you to find your own um you know, administrative position again, even if it's no fault of your own. So uh, that's the hard part about it. But it kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth. So I'm going to say for about the past eight years, I guess I assume maybe there's something I'm supposed to learn from it because Mm -hmm. it was supposedly done as a result of the particular department I was working for failing um, one of the three audits that we had that year federal, state, and district, a <laughs> local audit. But uh, when they audit you, they audit you for the previous couple years. And um, I had only been at that department for two years, so I wasn't there when all of the data and facts and whatever and information and reports were done. It, you know, it had nothing to do with me, uh, you know, so right. when I came on board. But uh, so what's I your, guess so it's what's your fair. Question? So what's I your question? I guess fair when nobody, uh, when they do it that way. My question is, after all this time, I'm thinking I might, I've never applied for another administrator or supervisory position, and I'm thinking I might do so now. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? So you know how this works. We ask, is it in LaShonda's best interest to dot, 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 and then the first thing that pops in your head is going to be divine guidance. If you think about it for more than a couple seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. And spirits are really literal, so we want to be as concise as we can be on the question. So is it in LaShonda's best interest to apply for an administrative 
position in her school district? It's the first thing that pops in your mind. I don't know. I I was (laughs) waiting for you to answer it. (laughs) Okay. The answer is (laughs) yes. I got a yes. I took too long on that. (laughs) Seriously, when you think about it, you know, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. So let's let's refine it down. At this moment in time, and at this stage in LaShonda's career, is it in her best interest to apply for an administrative position within her school system? I get a yes as well. Is it in LaShonda's best interest to apply for an administrative position in a different school system? I get a yes on that too. So I don't think you can lose. I think you're good all you're golden all the way around. Great. Thank you. Yeah. You're I kept welcome. thinking after eight years, I guess I just never felt ready or like I said, bitter taste. I guess I've mellowed now. <laughs> so maybe you're right. Maybe it's time. <laughs> maybe it's time. All right. Well let us know what happens. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Okay. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye bye. You as well. Bye. All righty. Our next caller is Miss Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, how are you? I'm good, girl. How are you? I'm fine. I'm so happy that you're okay and that the storm didn't hit you and that your husband is safe and sound. Oh, thank you. Me too. I hugged him when he came in the door this evening. I said, honey, I'm really glad to see you. He goes, well, thanks, babe. I'm really glad to see you too. I said, no, I'm really glad to see you (laughs) because I was worried about him getting home. But see, but that's, that's a testament to your intuition because even if your husband wasn't somewhat in danger with the hurricane, you would you would have sent something already to try to warn him. Like something is like saying, you know, I don't think you should go. I don't think you should go on a trip. Blah blah blah. Even my cousin who was about to get married, she lost her father four years ago. He was forty nine years old. Uh, his name was Zero. He was 49 years old. And he had the same thing that John Ritter and Alan Thicke had, aortic dissection. But he already had heart issues. But then then the bride was telling me about three years ago that she sensed something because he went to go see his cousin in Las Vegas uh, on my aunt by marriage side family. So um, when he when Nuzi went to go see his cousin, what happened was that he was um, he went to um, Las Vegas show with it with his cousin. They went to dinner and a, and a show, but he was feeling very sick. And the cousin was saying, "Come on, Nuzi, I take it to the house." And Nuzi said, "No, I'm going to go back to my room, and I'll be fine." They found him dead on the floor the next day. Aww, and my and so and the bride and my bride the bride was. Told, told me that she sensed something right before he went on the trip that for some reason she thought she would never see her father again. Aww. She knew something. She knew yeah. something before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you're right. Yeah. So, well, well, Patty, tell everybody where you're calling in from, please. Uh, Queens, New York. All right. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah. It's a, a dream interpretation. So it maybe has to do with the wedding, but two weeks ago, I had a dream that I saw. A, a, ta- a, a room full of tables, elegantly set up, and in the middle of the room there was like um, like a runway in a like a like the section of tables one side and then the other side of the other side, and in the middle there was just 
that you could walk back and forth. Like and an then aisle. I saw this an aisle, yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. so I saw this lady with a burgundy colored dress with like what looks like a bouquet, but the bouquet was like a stick and like yeah. a plate on top of the stick, like <laughs> like a T shape, right? And the bouquet had like a globe shape, half a globe shaped flower. And she huh. was twirling it as she was going down the aisle. And then she put it on a vase on a table. And I went to the table to see what it looked like because then I was by myself. Nobody was around. It was, um, it was pink roses and white chrysanthemums. I see huh. color in my dream. Mm-hmm. I can see yeah, I color in my dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I already know that um, the bride is going to have, I was told she's going to have purple bridesmaid dresses. You know, the bridesmaid will be in purple. Then I found out in August during the bridal shower, it's like a burgundy color. So that's what I saw, uh, like uh-huh. that beautiful color. But I saw pink roses in the bouquet um, with white chrysanthemum. But the strange thing was, this never happened to me before. This dream, I actually smelled the flowers. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. And, but it was nice. I woke up feeling very nice when I woke up because, you know, it's like, it was a nice scent, you know, so you w- wake up in a, in a good mood, you know, it's uh-huh. nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's like, what does it mean? And maybe it has to do with the wedding is coming up. I know that. Yeah, I think it does. And um, and everybody, Patty's written a book, and she's talked to us on other other shows when she's called in. And and um, the final chapter of the book has to do with a wedding that she's going to, and la 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 la. And we'll talk more the about that. To us. And the bouquet bouquet cost because you're going to catch it. So here's the deal that I'm getting on this with you. When you tell me that the colors are extra vibrant and you're smelling the flowers, Uh that's not a dream. All Uh right. It's called astral travel. Uh And we we all do it in our sleep, Patty. And we can Mm -hmm. do it forward, backward, stuff that doesn't even have anything to do with our lives. Um, we, when we're in a dream state, our spirit mm-hmm. can separate from our body moment, you know, mm-hmm. momentarily because mm-hmm. in the spirit world, time is not linear like we know time mm-hmm. to be. So mm-hmm. eight hours in our world could be a nanosecond in spirit world. Yes. But, but when we try and interpret dreams, what we're doing is we're taking things that happen in the spirit world that the human mind can't always understand, but yeah. we'll see bits and pieces of things that are interwoven that make sense to us. So the first mm-hmm. thing I want you to know was you really, you really were astral traveling on that. So mm-hmm. how cool that you remembered that. Good, good girl on yeah. that. Yeah. Secondly, I do think it, it deals with this wedding that's coming up because mm-hmm. you've been anticipating this for a long time. Yeah, for, for a year now. Yeah, and the fact that you had a really pleasant, happy feeling when you woke up, Mm -hmm. I think is an indicator of things to come. So I think instead of you, the reason why this happened for you is instead of you being nervous about it, just Mm -hmm. think about that. It's going to be pleasant. It's going to be beautiful. I'm going to have a blast. It's going to be wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to smell the flowers and everybody, you know, la, 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 and all that stuff. It's to to keep you calm when you go to this. Well, it's like I'm anticipating because when I called up two weeks ago, when I had the dream, I actually texted my cousin 
And this is what they're going to do. The D, I texted my cousin at the same time they were, they were talking to the DJ. The DJ had goosebumps because the Bible was saying what the book is about and who is it about. And the fact I'm wearing the jersey that he wore during his baseball career. And they're going, and the DJ wants to film this because he said that they're going to have the theme song of the, the, of the team he played for during the bouquet toss. Okay. Well, we'll talk, more, we'll talk, let's talk more about that after the wedding because I'm going to try and get right. to some of their callers and we're getting into right. details that people don't know what we're talking about. So, okay. but, um, but it's nice. It means, yeah, the dream means you're going to have a wonderful time and just stay focused on that and it's nothing to get wound up about and um, mm. we'll be eager to hear what happens. So have fun. And it means good things are going to happen probably after the wedding, and after which I'm wedding. hoping. Yeah. And after. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye, Patty. Bye bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. You can find it, first of all, on AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the home page, you'll see all this information. And then also, wherever you download podcasts, we're on about 40 networks, and it's in the show notes of the podcast. So go to iTunes or Stitcher, iHeart or Google Play or, you know, all those different ones where we are and subscribe and then you'll have access to all of the shows, and, and it's in every show notes, every show's show notes. We're also on YouTube, so you can find it there as well in the show notes. When you're on my site, sign up for my blog, and that's a question that I uh, answer each week that has been submitted online. For those of you that are listening that can't join us uh, to ask your question because you're doing the dinner, bath, 
put-to-bed kid thing or you've got another commitment on Thursday nights or whatever or the time zone, I get questions oftentimes from people that um, are in a different time zone that isn't conducive to when we tape the show. Just submit those online and then one is chosen each week and I answer it and that's fun. And then also while you're on my website, schedule a, an appointment with me and then we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want because I'm a businesswoman who learned how to do woo-woo and I'm a buffet of psychicness. So as you hear on this show each week, we can do medical scans for you or your pets like we did for Laura in San Francisco. We can do dream interpretation. I can tell how close to death somebody is if you have a loved one who's dying or is sick. Uh, We can do past life stuff. We can do spirit guide stuff. We can do all kinds of things. Talk to your deceased loved ones, all those fun things. So, uh, you know, schedule schedule a private consult and then I'll have you to myself for a whole hour and we'll have a ball. All right. Our question this week comes from Poppy and Poppy lives in Portland, Oregon. And she says, hi, Julie. I recently got a rescue dog who's around a year old. Her name is Ivy and she's a pretty small black dog. She's a pretty, comma, small, comma, black dog, not a pretty small dog, but a pretty comma small comma black dog, who I think is some sort of spaniel mix. She's the sweetest puppy in the world and very well behaved, but she's always acting fearful. I don't ever scold her and I give her tons of affection, but she still has her tail tucked most of the time. Visiting and discussing this issue with the vet was no help. So I was hoping you could see how she was doing and if there's anything she needs. What can I do to make her feel welcomed and loved in her new home? Thank you so much. Lots of love and hugs, Poppy. And here's my response. Hi, Poppy. Hi, I see you just joined us. I'm going to mute you and I will come back to you. Okay. Uh, My response is, hi, Poppy. Congrats on your new puppy. A lot of peas there. She sounds darling. In order to get some information for you, I first energetically connected to you and from you to Ivy. Here's a synopsis of our conversation. When I asked Ivy why she acts so scared, she said, I don't want her to hurt me. She went on to say, all humans hurt dogs. I replied, actually, most humans love dogs and would never hurt them, to which she replied, that's not what I've seen. It sounds like Ivy's been abused and has witnessed other dogs being abused. When I asked Ivy what you can do to make her feel loved and welcome, she said she wants to be able to snuggle with you. She showed me a scene of you sitting on a couch with her right next to you. You either had your arm around her or were petting her. In addition, Ivy told me she doesn't like it when you leave her. You may want to consider wearing an old shirt and putting it in her bed or kennel. Be sure to avoid washing it. You want it to smell like you. The, you know, the more it smells like you, the better. This may comfort her when you're gone. Lastly, legendary dog trainer Cesar Milan suggests doing the following to help gain a dog's trust. Number one, stay calm and speak softly. Excited humans can trigger a dog's fight or flight response. Number two, respect their space. Allow at least four feet between you and the dog and let it come to you. Number three, get on their level. When approaching a dog, stay next to them in a non-confrontational way and, and kneel if possible. Number four, always let a dog come to you. This will let you know the dog is interested in you. And lastly, 
go for lots of walks. In the dog world, followers approach the leaders. When you take your dog for a walk, you're the leader. And once your dog is part of your, quote, pack, it feels safe with you. Hope this information helps. Thanks for your question. So I thought those were interesting uh, suggestions from Cesar. I've watched his show. He is amazing uh, how he gets dogs to do, you know, get in the line and do things that their owners want them to do, you know, and behave and be trained. But uh, I, I learned some stuff with that. So thanks so much for your question, Poppy. Okay, let's go back to the phones and see who else we have. I think our next caller is Natalizia. Hi, Natalizia. Excuse me. Hi, Julie. Bless you. Bless you, girl. Thank you. Actually, I was coughing. Sorry. Oh, well, bless you anyway. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. <laughs> um, yes, um, I um, I do have a question, Julie, and this is matter from Natalie from Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Okay. All right. Um, and um, uh, um, my question is um, uh, is um, um, is it my best? Okay, I, I know the question that I have to ask myself, but I need your help. Would that okay. be uh, something that I would need to help myself to uh, how to prospect my, myself to customer or clients in my, in my life in my real estate business, or is it something that they see how um, uh, that I'm not in, I'm not I don't have experience? Is it something I need to change? in my way I will approach people or, or? I guess I'm not understanding the question. Yeah. Can you, question, can you be more specific? Yeah. I'm trying to think if, uh, how I project myself into my business of uh, real estate, is it something that I need to tweak, uh, in my real estate business with my colleagues? Cause I seem to feel there is a little, um, hot and cold, uh, I mean, uh, feelings in the office, and I'm not quite sure. I just don't feel very wanted there or something because um, I don't know if it's probably my sixth sense that I feel that way or or I just need to do something by myself. So you're wondering if you need to change how you're projecting yourself to yeah. your customers or to your colleagues in the office? To my colleagues, actually, first, yeah. Okay, well... You know, really, do you care about your colleagues? Because are they going to make you any money? No. Okay. So no. I think but the tendency is that if I go to the office, it seems like my energy leaks. I feel like not uh, productive. So I haven't been going there, and so I've been doing things at home, uh-huh. and I feel much more at peace when I do, and I feel more focused. And and so I, I sense there is some kind of little. Uh, um, like they want me to do things, but I don't feel like I wanted to do it <laughs> because they're well, not for me. I think follow your intuition. You're, it sounds like yes. you're doing it right. Uh, okay. I think I think it doesn't matter what they think. The only thing that yes. matters is what your broker thinks. Yes. Because okay. your colleagues, who cares? They're not going to do anything for you, right? I mean, it's not like yes. they're going to bring you business. They're competing with you, right? That's right. Correct. Yes, exactly. As much as I feel my heart, you know, helping people, when I need some help, it feels like I don't 
I, you know, they they ignore me or something. So I, I need to go elsewhere to to find help. So, uh, so my intuition is telling me just, you know, find your own way, Natalie, because there is not going to be helpful. And so I don't care anything about what they think. You, correct. Okay. Yeah, Thank and you. and or, and or find another broker that is willing to help you that feels better there. Yes. Um, I think the question is, is it in Alicia's best interest to work from home? I get a yes. yes. Is it in yes. Alicia's best interest to work from her real estate office? No. Is it in Alicia's best interest to stay with the, her current broker? I get a yes. So I would yes. write it out for a while. It's probably yeah. going to be easier than switching to another broker at this okay. point. But yeah, focus on you, girl. You're doing the right things. You're right on target. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Julie. You're welcome. Okay, take thank care. You. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. All our next caller, Susie. Hi, Suze. Oh, thank you, Julie, so much for taking my call. Um, I just, you know, last week when I called you, I was saying you, you could see that the tendon in my ankle was torn more and you sent your healing energy and the pain went away completely, which was a miracle because it had been there since Saturday. And then it... it the pain last uh, went away until I went to physical therapy for the first appointment that you thought it would be good to go to on uh, last Friday. And then mm-hmm. I limped out of there. And I just came mm-hmm. from the foot doctor, and she uh, unfortunately feels like the PRP um, injection, the plasma plate, 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 excuse me, plasmid, can't talk, plate, plasma injection, PRP, mm-hmm. um, plate, 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 I think it's rich. platelet rich plasma. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I just looked it up before. Um, she thought that it was not going to be as successful because of the fact that I have lupus and take um, steroids. And she also told me that it takes three to six months to find out if it even worked. And mm-hmm. so she thought it was going to be, um, she said she could do it Monday. But then, otherwise, she can't do it till November. But uh, she said you'd be on crutches, and and it just sounded pretty overwhelming. I have a ten o'clock appointment with Stanford surgeon, mm-hmm. um, Doctor OG OJI is someone that my um, physical therapist recommended, and mm-hmm. the doctor was recommending Doctor Hyatt. And I know you've been able to help people before with you know different doctors' mm-hmm. names. And mm-hmm. I mean, before you said you thought I could. Um, not have surgery, but you thought the uh-huh. PRP injection might help. But now I'm just wondering what you see in terms of uh, whether you think I need surgery or how else to heal it. Or, um, okay. And I'm from okay. the San Francisco Bay Area. So is it in Susie's best interest to have surgery on her ankle, right? It's really your ankle or is it the, your foot? Yeah, it's a t- uh, torn tendon in the ankle. Okay. Yeah. okay. So is it in Susie's best interest at this moment in time? Is it in Susie's best interest to have surgery on her ankle? I, I'm still getting a no, Suze. Okay. Did you did you look up Matt Cook, MD? Um, yeah, I did. I um, I need to follow up with that. Um, I would I would do that before you sign on the line to have surgery. Just uh-huh. see what he says, even if you just do a consult, because okay. he's doing stuff that is really revolutionary and. And like I mentioned before, he's fixing thirty million dollar NFL quarterback yeah. shoulder. So yeah, okay. I That's think your your ankle is going to be like a walk in the park for him. Um, okay. If you decide to have the surgery, is it in Susie's best interest to use Doctor Oji? Yes, Doctor Hyatt. Yes, I get a yes on both. 
Oh, okay. Well, I guess it depends. So let's ask, so let's ask yeah. the question this way: Is it will Susie heal faster and better and more completely if she has surgery? No, if she lets her ankle heal, I get a yes. So again, wow. that's at this moment in time, Susie. I don't even without that. the PRP, you say because the PRP sounds oh. pretty. Um, I think you go talk to Dr. Cook. Mm-hmm. I would because okay. it's right there in your area, and he's tell him I okay. sent you. Okay. And you know, I heard one of your um, uh, when the people talk about the CBD oil for her dog was a miracle, and somebody mm-hmm. just recommended that to me. But mm-hmm. um, the doctor had said she doesn't really recommend it. But do you see whether that would be in my best interest to take the CBD oil orally? Is it Susie's best interest to use CBD oil orally? I get a yes. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, well, I was going to do that, and hearing that person say that about the dog was pretty great. It helps, so. it, it helps a lot of people with pain. It, can you send me your little healing energy that you did last week because it was so miraculous? Yes, I, sure will. I sure Thank will. Thank you, Julie. Okay. <laughs> so appreciate you. Okay. Let us know what happens. Okay, thank you so okay. much. Thanks, Take Sue. Care. Good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. We have another caller. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Uh, Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi. How are you this evening? Good. Good. Where I'm, are you calling us from? Um, Oakland, New Jersey. Okay, terrific. You got a question for me? Um, yeah, actually, I just sent it on the site, but it's in regards to um, pain that I've had on and off again um, on the, I think I wrote lower right, but it's lower left. Um, and it started back in 1983. It was actually during, uh, what I consider a spiritual breakthrough, like a breaking of a negative bond. Huh. And, and I'm just wondering, like, what is it? Why hasn't it ever gone away? Where, like, when you say lower left, lower left what? Um, like the rib, sometimes it's the rib area, um, maybe a little below the rib area. Huh. Yeah, it's a, around in that area. Okay. All right. So uh, kind of abdominal, but on the left side, right? Is what I'm hearing? Correct? Yeah. Uh, right? Right. Left? No, left. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Yeah, on the the message that I sent you, I put right side. That's because I'm tired. <laughs> Just got okay. in from work, but it's the oh. left side. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Carol, is I'm going to get you on my radar and let me take a peek and see if I can see what's going on. Yeah. Um. All right. I I got you on my radar, and um. So I shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. I'm looking at you from behind. I think. Have you ever been to a chiropractor? No, I think it would help. I think you got a. I think you got a rib out of place. I think you're a twisted sister, and it's easy mm. to fix. It's easy to fix. Mm. I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment happen on you, and you you have a rib out of place, and it hurts. I've had that before. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh, but they get, they can fix you in short order. I think that's all that's going on. That's what I'm seeing. So I just watched an energetic chiropractic adjustment happen. Ask your family and friends who goes to or knows of a chiropractor that everybody loves and and people have had good success with and go see that person. Okay. Okay. All All right. right. 
Well, thanks okay. for calling. Have a nice Thank evening. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let me try Linda again. Here we go. Linda, hello, hello. Are you there? Hi, Linda. I can hear you breathing. Okay. Well, I guess do you want to try and get off mute? No? Okay. All right. It's like um, we have a breather on the phone just in time for Halloween. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, Maybe Linda's just calling to listen. Well, with that, everybody, we are done. Be sure and um, register for a free session, which I'm going to give away the first Thursday of November. And to do that, you just go to Instagram, ask Julie Ryan, follow me on Instagram. It's Please follow me anyways, and then I'll follow you back. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes and ask Julie Ryan. And to get to that, you just do iTunes.com slash ask Julie Ryan, and it'll lead you right to my page, and you can write a review. And then subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And all of these different um, these three things that you have to do to register for my drawing, you can find on my website. Just go to the events page and they're all up there. And the reason I do this is because I really appreciate all of you listening. And I know money's tight for some people and uh, my consults cost 155 bucks, and I know that's a lot of money to some people. So I figure the least I can do to show my appreciation is to give a free one away each month. And so you have to do those three easy things. Follow me on Instagram, ask Julie Ryan, write a review on iTunes, and um, subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. With that, submit your questions online. Call in next week. The more callers we have, the more fun it is. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the fall weather. To those of you that are in, in the uh, path of uh, destruction with Hurricane Michael, our prayers and love and thoughts are going to you. And uh, good luck with all the cleanup and everything. And with that, thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.